Everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm fully artist Vanessa Ragland. Hey, V. Hi. So uh, what you're about to hear is part two of our special year-end Pop My Cork episode. And it won't make any sense if you haven't listened to the first part. Right. Well, it'll probably make some sense. It'll, it'll make more sense, sense if you listen to Just part listen one. To both. Part one was everybody going around and saying their top five things of uh, 2013, the things they like the best. Part two here is everybody's That's picks snark for the worst. Fest. That's right. So the tone is decidedly different. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think on both of these episodes, we were all a little sassier than we usually are, though. A little sassy. It was a sassy duo. Call us Vidal, because we're so soon. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> yuck. Anyways, I uh, hope you guys enjoy this. Yes, uh, please do. You can do. Uh, find more on our podcast at popmyculturepodcast.com. You can email us at info at popmyculturepodcast. You can rate us on iTunes by rating us on iTunes. There you go. <laughs> and uh, we have a donate button on our website. Any little bit helps, and we'll yep. give you a shout-out on the air if you donate. Whoa. Sure. That's a shout-out, an intangible shout-out on air. There you go. Priceless. So let's get to it. Here's part two of... Of Pop My Cork 2013, the year in review. Whoa. We are back with our worst of 2013. We've each made a list of five things that we didn't really love in 2013. Uh, Jody Sweeten is going to kick this one off as she has to jet. So, Jody, let's hear your list. All right. Uh, five worst things of 2013. Um, I got to start with NBC's Sound of Music. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. You know, I, I noticed some on your list. You had I, I saw Sharknado. On yeah. I had originally put that, and I was like, no, can't do Sharknado. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I like it, but yeah. But no, NBC Sound of Music. I, I, I just it was hard and painful to watch. I, I actually didn't watch more than like maybe half an hour of it because it was just bad. Be specific. What? What? Because I didn't see it. I, what exactly were the low points? I just, I don't know. I felt, I, I, maybe it's because I was like too busy comparing it to the original, like to the original movie. Like that's such a iconic movie. Yeah. It just felt like it felt cheaply done. It felt, I don't, I don't know. I just, it felt like, it felt like community theater to be Yeah. That's exactly what it felt like. It felt like community. I was comparing it. I mean, I've seen the original and it's lovely. I watched the first 10 minutes and said, well, I, I can't continue. And then, for some reason, I watched 20 minutes. And then it became a train wreck where there was no turning it off. Right, at that yeah. point. But what it is, and I found out <laughs> later, they found out, they, Carrie Underwood, who has a lovely right. voice, and from what I hear, a super sweet girl. Yeah. Um, she can't act. And nope. so the way they hadn't, cast her. Hadn't acted. Hadn't acted. Right. And the way they cast her was they Turns heard. Out. They heard. <laughs> She was interested in becoming an actress. Mayday. So oh no testing, no get-togethers, no yeah. read-throughs. Give her that the was, card. That Send was... her to Austria. <clears throat> let her learn all about the... Which, what the hell did that do? Yeah. 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 Big disaster. Yeah, no, that's what it felt like to me. So I that was uh, a, a mess. Um Fat Lady Gaga. I don't know why I got some sort of sick entertainment pleasure out of that. Again, this is my five worst is, is even worse than my five best. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know why. And not in like a mean way, but I was just like, yeah, like she was still out in like these outrageous outfits thongs, with thongs hanging out, just like ass everywhere. I was like, you go. Like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. We all need to see that. And I would like some strange eyewear to put over my eyes while watching this, but uh, you go for it. Um, the Harlem Shake videos. 
Oh. That was on mine as well. Everyone One doing those goddamn Harlem Shake videos. And not well, my Not dad. well. Not, not even well. getting what it is. If you saw the original oh, yeah. video, like... I love hip hop dance. Like I like have done it. That I I love it. Watching white people do that was awful. Well, it basically just became white people putting on masks and like well, and just like everybody weird, like all of a sudden dancing around the weird. room. And you're like, yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> white people problems. Um, and they did and, that the, the, the comedy theater that we do a lot at Westside yeah. did one of those. They're like, everybody come down and do this. I was like, no. I, I literally like, I don't really yeah, no. right like don't do anything. But on the thing, I'm like, come on guys, you're better than that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no. don't do that. Like, why? It's not going to help you. It's going to become a viral sensation. There's one million of those out there. Right, right. It's Everyone's embarrassing. It's embarrassing it's bad for everybody. Across the board. Don't be a lemming. Don't um, be and and tied into that closely is twerking. Oh yeah. If I never hear the fucking word twerking again in my life. You're going to hear I it. will be really happy because it just, it's so overplayed. It's so overdone and it's, and most people can't do it. And Miley Cyrus doesn't have an ass to do it. No, it was uncomfortable. It was like watching a scarecrow do it. And, and I just want to push her face, fucking tongue back <laughs> wow. just wham. But uh, yeah, I have strong feelings about You're it. Cool. Um, I do. It really bothered me and it's. Right there on the That's list. what the Wizard of Oz was missing. The Scarecrow twerking. <laughs> you know That's what? When better. NBC does a remake of it, she's actually going to be doing the Scarecrow because they heard that she wanted to do it. So, exactly. And then uh, uh, the iOS 7 on iPhone. Oh. I actually haven't even updated mine yet because my, a, a, a friend of mine did it on theirs and hated it so much. That I was like, I don't want to. T- I'm afraid to touch it. But now I'm stuck in this this hinterland of yeah. certain apps. Can't do certain things. Yeah. Won't yeah. update, and I can't right. get things on my phone. But I don't want to go to the new operating system. And I I'm I'm trying to figure out how to kind of reconcile the two. Make um, the jump. Yeah. I kept my. I just got a new phone a couple weeks ago. If I've asked before that, a four S, and I hadn't updated the operating system for like four different updates because right. I like the old map. The, like the Google Maps app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love that. And then I heard all these complaints when everybody updated right. and stuff like that. I was like, I'm not going to do it. Everything yeah. is fine for I'm, me. I'm going to have to do it eventually, but I'm, I'm not going to be happy about it. And it's going to be Here, shitty. Here's good news. It's better in, in 78% of the ways, of the function of the phone. It's, okay. It's yeah, better. I agree. Okay. And you I will just, just get used change. to it. Yeah. And I, I'm not crazy about it. And I, I actually put it off too, but 78% of the functions are better. Okay. It's a flawed system no matter which one you choose. It's this true. one's equal, I mean, and I, I, equally as flawed. Yeah, I, I guess it won't be that bad. And you get I to just... have phone sex with Scarlett Johansson. Like in her. Yeah. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Literally, I, by I, the way. I do that anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. When I finished watching her at the theater, yeah. the guy behind me who must have been saving this the entire movie says to his date, like, so uh, he was hooking up with Siri? That's nasty. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God. He should do comedy. <laughs> that was their first and last yeah, date. I wanted to cry from OK in Cupid. the neck so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Good list, Jody. So that's my list. Good list. Happy that's New Year, list. Jody. Happy Thank New you Year. for joining us. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. You're a shining star. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Bye. 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 I should go be mommy now. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. This is a new way of doing it. We like kick people off. <laughs> there is one. No, no worries. There's not enough snickerdoodles for everyone, Jody. There's not enough snickerdoodles for everyone. Somebody has to go. But I get my own microphone now. I got my own mic. Yeah, you better take some snickerdoodles for the road. <laughs> take a couple, seriously. Take, take some for the kids. They're going to go to the kids. Oh, God, no. They don't need, they hopefully have been bed by now. 
Bye. Nice meeting you. Bye bye, Jody. Coming. Bye bye. She got one last time. Maybe the thing. Uh, all right. Which and direction well, would you like to go now? There were four. And then there were four. Go well, back. we usually go in the reverse direction from when we first did the list. So, oh, yeah. Uh, back to Vanessa. Vanessa, you want to start? Ooh, sure. Vanessa. Um, I'm not a great fan of my low five. It's hard to think of hateable things. I didn't want to go too political or anything. So um, I do think Miley Cyrus, and she's on the bottom for me. I find her to be a beautiful person. Like, I'm attracted to her as a physical being. But, God, if there was too much media saturation of a person, I can't even believe it. Like, the incessant talking about the stupid VMAs and all this stuff. Like, I couldn't believe how long that lasted. I don't remember the last time people have had such stamina for, like, being outraged about something and then sticking up for something. Like, it was just too much. And it didn't die down the whole year. I just kept thinking it's going to end, and it never ended. I don't wish anything ill on her. <laughs> yeah, she's off my radar. I don't carry the way, but it did seem like it was everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And just, like, just stop. And, I don't know, stop licking things, but <laughs> she's allowed to do that. And I don't know if it was fake, but her ass was horrendous, right? Oh, there was just no butt, I guess. Right, so right. it was like the pictures I saw. I'm like, really? Like, you're, that's what you're promoting? I don't know. Promoting a new, a whole new her. I mean, I the guess. real story got kind of buried, which is that people were actually talking about the VMAs. Because <laughs> 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 no one really used to watch that shit. But then, like, I feel like now because of Twitter and things like that, people love to watch that because they can live tweet it. And it's become like this commutative thing that people do now. Whereas nobody used to really care at all. Well, before. it's a number of things, really. It's, it shows how starved we are for any sort of idol that we can then knock down. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it shows how... Everyone is now allowed an opinion in a social forum. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just opinions, but uh, trying to top each other and how awful things are. Mm-hmm. So the story then becomes personalized the way that uh, uh, someone would take, like my mother would take away uh, the importance of my birthday and make it about herself, <laughs> as we were talking about off air. Um, you know, everyone is making these news stories about their own opinion, yes. and then that perpetuates the news story yeah. that, in fact, was never a news story. It should have never been a news story. Because this is the thing there are what, 17 24 hour news companies now? So every day is yeah. a slow news day. Yes. And every day there's 17 of these outlets and the internet, which is endless, looking for something of something interest to, to talk about. And, and what they do. Hmm? Yeah, that's right. In Anchorman 2, they do mock that a lot. And it's it's ripe. And in, to me, that is the bigger issue. Which yeah. Is- yeah, I get a call one day from my sister. Something was reported that Chris Pratt and I from Parks had died. And I said, the fact that they're going that low yeah. to say I'm dead? <laughs> well, give us a crap. You know what I mean? Like, they are desperate. They will take anything. It's But it's because 24 hours a day, they're all over the place. They just make this crap up. Yeah. Well, and what they do is create create false equivalency. That's right. And now someone who thinks the sun isn't round. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, we don't have to give that person a voice. Right. But it fills time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, oh, climate change is on my bad list because uh, the more it's just seeming bad, you guys. I've been reading too much. And I feel like we are not going to be alive very long. Humans are a cancer on the earth. Like, the horrible things we're doing, it's just becoming so obvious. And it's really scary. I'm in a place where, like, I will wake up in the middle of the night and just be so... There's no point. I can't 
do anything other than make my own good decisions. And, but I just feel like the earth is going to end so early, and it's only our news. fault. Here's the good news. Earth's going to be fine. Right. It's humans that are going away. We're going to die soon, no, 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 though. No, 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 but I mean... I don't think whatever, soon, but uh, yeah, you're right. Whatever damage we're doing, and, yeah. and whatever your reading may suggest it's in your lifetime, there's an awful lot of scientific evidence that suggests it will not be in our lifetimes. Yeah. That's no reason to not be concerned about it. Yeah. But um, it, it, it's irreversible already. Oh. And it's humans and animals, for the most part, that will in fact be gone. The planet will reinvent the way that it did from the, you know, previous yeah. catastrophes that have happened to. The- we are the fastest thing to push ourselves into extinction, though. The fastest generation. The fastest, like <laughs> critter. You know what I mean? Like you look at dinosaurs, all these things that go through. We didn't need a comet. We fucked it up ourselves. Yeah, we're just like we're going <laughs> to handle this. Don't worry. We'll just yeah. fuck it all up. We'll get rid of problems by shoving them in the earth. Progress, uh, motherfucker. Oh, it's so scary yeah. and so sad. It's. Just I think really fracking sad. will fix everything, though. So I'm. Oh yeah, about for that? sure. Yeah. That's oh. the good news. That's, yeah. that's the good news. Uh, yeah. List mania is another one. This year I felt like was the year of list journalism, where all Buzz people feed. were doing were posting. T- Top 10 this, 10 signs you're a 90s kid. Top 10, bottom 10, da da da. And I know this is a list show we're doing oh, right now. Yeah. Um, but I think it's different. Which number on your list is that? <laughs> That's number three. You're right, it is like all the BuzzFeed stuff is like uh, 32 Reasons Garfield is like Joan of Arc. Number one. Yeah. Like, what? People That's a are, it, but it's like, it's all people share too. Or 10 signs you're this, 10 signs. It's like the new gross generation of Cosmo quizzes or something. Um, but people aren't writing articles anymore. They're just listing. Listing, listing yeah. Listing. Uh, Kim Ye, I think they made it onto my list last year as well. I'm just so grossed out. <laughs> Who is out. this? Kim, Kim and Ye. Kanye. Oh, please. Kim Ye is an Ugh. entity. I'm grossed out. I'm not getting any less grossed out. The Bound 2 video, I'm still hung up on. Pretty, pretty amazing video. Whatever happened there. <laughs> um, the purse he gave her for Christmas, which like I should not know what that purse looks like. But I do. And I blame America. <laughs> well, you know, I'm almost trying to stop myself from saying it. It's too late. Um, you can remove these things from your peripheral. Oh, I know. No, no, you really can't. And and boy, should we all. Yeah. Uh, it is the only way actually to stop them because the C-minus students who make up this country will will glorify them till they're all dead and gone. That's the only way that a rich, spoiled brat could uh, suck somebody off in a video and then become the queen of the nation for for celebrity, having done nothing Um, because of the the foundation of the audience. And the only way we can cure the problem and rid ourselves is to... Not Make that personal effort of just don't don't look. Yeah, just. Don't but the look. young people aren't going to stop that. Is, they're not. No, gonna, no, no. But for us, for us, yeah. No, no I, I try to believe be me. Stronger. I and if you be have stronger. children, you know, you can do the thing that Danny was talking about. Yeah. Um, you try to hold on to that password. Because <laughs> <laughs> sure. everyone has weak moments. <laughs> yeah. What do you do with three daughters that, that are looking to look up to some female figures on on television? Uh, it's very different. You know, they watch a lot of the Disney Channel, uh, all those like starter sitcoms of Jesse, mm-hmm. and, and that you know good that's luck, really good. It teaches them to be sassy, and you want them to be sassy. <laughs> um, but as it was pointed out by Jamie, Andy Kindler's on one of these, uh, <laughs> so it's not all. Um, uh, uh, but you know, uh, I, I'm very lucky in that uh, my oldest daughter is a complete nerd, and uh, is just 
interested in dinosaurs and <laughs> archaeology. Well, here's and hoping Kim Kardashian is a dinosaur yeah. in the New York. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 2014. Wouldn't that be great? But it's funny. I was talking to my dad. Like, they hate Justin Bieber because of his behavior. So, Good. Like, nice. well, that's a there great reason to hate him. Yeah. Good parents, yeah. That's the reason. Yeah. He's got talent. My number five is Duck Dynasty and the resulting opinions on uh. that. It's the same thing as Miley Cyrus, basically. Something people shouldn't care about becoming a huge thing. And then it, like, people are coming out of the woodwork as crazy bigots of, I mean, I don't know what was so shocking about it, but the whole thing to me that people were outraged that someone could get in trouble for being a disgusting homophobic person. Yeah, he's allowed to have his opinions, but like, do we need to pay him for these? But then it was just, I don't know, all the articles, everyone had to have an opinion on this dumb show and this dumb man. And it was just sad. Yeah, I've never seen, I, I wouldn't know him if he was sitting here other than once he hit the news, but, um, he would look at the guy that just came off the ZZ Top tour. Yep. Yeah, I've seen the, the the big beard. But from what I understand, they're college educated. They were uh, yeah, very the clean cut, and then yep. they turned into this for this. Yep. But my favorite thing about reality people are when it does implode, because now all these videos are coming out from his different sermons and stuff. He's not just a homophobe; he's a racist. He's a everything. I mean, he's a yeah. mess. I love that. It's like when those crazy housewives, what is all that about? And now one's... Mike and the ducks are all like, oh, now you hate him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do love when they self-implode. I love it. Yeah. I do love it's it. It's nice. Yeah it's, not, yeah, it's just a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I my feel list. that's your five. Yep. Well done. There you Thank go. Thank you. Depressing. Well wow. Woof. I right, move on to Dana Gould. We're going to reverse Dana order. Um... I thought I'd start off on a big downer. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. Um, Last year started, well, it ended, it was at the end of the year, with um, a lunatic uh, going into a school and Mm. murdering a lot of children. And nothing has been done because of a small minority of very loud paranoids. Um, and the, the stranglehold that the gun lobby has on um, the ballless uh, politicians of both parties, more so the Democrats than the Republicans, because the Democrats supposedly would be the uh, party that would try to do something about it because they're not owned by the gun lobby the way the Republicans are, but they're so gutless they won't even voice a contrary opinion. Um, And I say that as a gun owner. Uh, uh, You know, it's the Second Amendment does not guarantee you the right to have anything you want at any time for any reason. Mm -hmm. And it's really at the point now where it's if, – if, 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 you know, if we're not going to do anything about that now, then when are we ever? And if not, can we really be – can then we at least stop pretending to be shocked when it happens again? Yeah. And again. Yeah. And again. Can we just yeah. go, again. yep, and go on and just quit pretending to be horrified by it? Um, it's really uh, 
horrified um, and searching for how did this happen? That's the search yeah. every time. Um, yeah, and also, who knew that uh, George W. Jr. would stop being the reason the rest of the world hated us? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's, you know, and, you know, 7% of the population dictates gun legislation of the country's population. Did it's, not know that. I didn't either. Yeah. 93% of the population of the United States of America believes in background checks. Whoa. 7% of very loud people who write checks don't. And that's who controls the Ugh. legislation. Wow. Um, but there is the uh, thing that you say is that you get the leaders you deserve. Um, uh, uh, it is, uh, it's a really, uh, it's, it, and, and, it, and it goes into my second thing, which is, uh, um, the, 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 the culture of false shock and the culture of false outrage. Mm. Um, no one was, is really shocked anymore by any shooting that occurs. And can, so let's just stop pretending to be shocked and just accept that if you're going to have no uh, mental health facilities available to people that can't afford to check themselves into a, a hospital uh, and they have access to anything they want at any time, you're going to have m- more mass killings. What I hope is that people will begin to uh, do their mass killings at gun shows. Um, <laughs> because what you will get is uh, a massive slaughter of people in the crossfire. Uh, you'll have 300 people who've been living for this moment uh, <laughs> shooting wildly in, in a bukkake oh, of daddy rage. Um, and, uh, and uh, you know, I said this on Twitter and, and, uh, and the people, I don't think the shooter get very far. No, he won't. But it's I'm excited about the 89 <laughs> other people you're going to kill when you spray like yeah. a can of aquanet um uh so that uh that's uh, a a little hope that i uh that i get and i also think that uh you know there won't start to be background checks until these people actually start dying themselves um so come on psychopaths go to a gun show uh buy the gun there buy the ammo there and then just turn it on the people Love that. I'm just curious if it seems trite to anyone else but me as I glance at my list, knowing <laughs> that the number one thing of the worst on my list is the marketing campaign of saving Mr. Banks. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know he was Jesus? <laughs> Walt, you can't heal all these lepers and open the pirates' ride? I think I can. Um... <laughs> Just occurred to me. I needed to share it. So. No, I'm going to say. I'm going to. I'm going to tee you up so nice because I'm going to end on that movie I told you about. Um, uh, also, um, the uh, the other thing I hate is the the culture of the fake apology. Uh, you know, Anthony Weiner <laughs> did uh, well. Did a very uh, did a terrible thing for people that uh, you know a lot of great. Decent people send pictures of their cock around the internet. 
Um, Thank you. I mean, whatever. I've heard, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Gone are the days when regents would have to sit for portraits and have them <laughs> delivered by horseback to neighboring villages. <laughs> um, but uh, his wife is supposedly uh, a very capable, uh, wonderful, professional woman, and and she uh, now looks like just mm-hmm. uh, you know it, 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 when you are when you're everybody has filth, but try to not splash too much of it on your family. Um, uh, but in the the apology tour. The constant and and that goes to the the Duck Dynasty thing of like, do I do I really have to apologize? Uh, I'm sorry. Ugh. Can we have healing now? It's right. closure and healing, and it's all just and it all comes down to Cool Whip. Why do I have to apologize? Because it'll give it a news segment, and then we can have a news segment, and then we can sell commercial time. Mm. And then after the apology segment, we'll talk about my rehab and my closure. There's two more two more segments. Then we can. Talk to people on the street who uh, and see what their opinion of it is. Another segment, and then we can actually talk about the endemic problem with, with other people. Uh, and it's and it and it's all just about we we just filled a half hour, and then the people watching that half hour think that the shit that they've been talking about really matters because how could it not matter? It's on television for a half hour. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it, it's just uh, um, I, I I am at the point now where. Uh, I'm turning into like a cranky old man that throws my shoes at the TV. Um, Much better shoes, though. Yeah, but I can't. Uh, I, I I can't watch uh, uh, any like it, it's so transparent to me. Uh, it, it drives me slowly insane. Um, also, the uh, the supposedly the most patriotic people in our country are the people who hate our country the most. Uh, when the uh, Boston Marathon uh, bomber uh, bombers uh, were uh, apprehended, uh, the patriots, uh, the, the far-right-wing conservatives said that the whole thing was done by the government as an excuse to curtail gun rights. And those are the people that claim to be the most American because they they love our individual freedom so much. And that any government activity is innately evil. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, and here's one, red lights. <laughs> They're great. Government intrusion on your personal sovereignty. <laughs> you know, a bulb. Paid for by the government <laughs> that tells you to stop your car. Um, the Marines. Uh, you know, it's uh, – it, and it's um, – if, if you believe uh, in the country, then you have to believe that the government of the country is, uh, is worth uh, – is, is – you can agree that it's flawed, but you – uh, have to agree that it is deserves a government that functions, and if you think it sucks, then you should get in it and try to fix it instead of just um, hunkering down in your basement with more ammo than Napoleon had, and uh, you know just really work it out with your dad. 
<laughs> if you take the screeds of these people and substitute the word government or Obama with daddy, it's also clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also very clear. Uh, lastly, and most importantly, the movie Labor Day. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, who was uh, refreshed? Is it? Labor Day. Few people have seen it. It's only really been out on screeners. Yeah. So maybe this is next year's. No, I think the movie gets a theatrical. Yeah, so technically many. it counts it, as this year's yeah. uh, stuff, 13, but most yeah. people have not yet seen it. What, who's, they in, will be. who's in it? It's a Jason. Now I saw Up in the Air. I thought Up in the Air was a good movie. I, I like Up in the Air. I like Josh Brolin. I like Kate Winslet. They all seem like intelligent people to me. I'd, I'd talk to any of them at a party. Maybe not Josh Brolin. <laughs> um, he seems a little drinky, drinky, punchy, punchy. <laughs> um, and since you might be a little mouthy, mouthy, right. that could be a little right. trouble, trouble. Right. Yeah. 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 It's funny because his dad's married to Barbara Streisand, so you know he ain't winning a lot of arguments. <laughs> Long story longer, uh, they made this movie based on a book about a woman who harbors an escaped fugitive. Uh, who's a murderer? Is it a novel? Um, yeah, it's a novel. Is it based on a true story? I can't be because in three days this murderer <laughs> teaches her how to make the best peach pie. The movie is like an SCTV sketch of a and he, and he's there for three days. He teaches her how to love. Ugh. He connects with the mentally handicapped cripple boy. Teaches her how to make a pie. And these are all people that have mortgages that made this movie. <laughs> they know how to read. They can read a script. <laughs> uh, at nope, when, when they had a bunch of they they a guy brings over peaches, and the murderer, like a lot of murderer, notices that they're too ripe, <laughs> and uh, we're never going to eat them all. I have a better idea. And I said in front of a bunch of people, like jokingly, let's. I said, let's make a pie, like a joke. And the next thing you know, he's going, you got to salt your crust. <laughs> and like, no, no, no. You know a lot about raping other men. That's what you've learned in prison. You don't know how to salt a crust. Uh, and uh, it's That's just... what they call it. It's just, one of, <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of those things. Did anyone within 20 miles of this thing go, uh, I don't know. I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think he'd know how to make a pie. It just boggles my mind. <laughs> okay, here's how that, sick I am. I kind of want to see it now. I know. Strictly, now. like I said, with Sound of Music, there is that train wreck factor that just grabs me. But <laughs> I'm not used to seeing Kate Winslet. No, humiliate I know. these yeah. are amazing actors. I know. Yeah, that's what's. Jason Reitman seems incredible. like a really smart guy. Uh, how does this happen? Is it, is it like the Third Reich, where some people just go, maybe we shouldn't be killing all these people? <laughs> <laughs> and somebody else shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It's a. I have to recuse myself from this particular one. A little too close. To Are me. you friends with it, everyone I've mentioned? Yes. <laughs> well, they can cut this out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. I just have to recuse myself. It's Kevin's pie recipe in the movie. <laughs> I invented peaches. He plays the retarded uh, kid in no, the wheelchair. I, I heard uh, a reviewer from. I think he's the reviewer for NPR. 
if anyone knows that guy's name. And he said that it would become the Rocky Horror Picture Show in the future when people would dress up like the characters. Yes. Because it was so yes. landishly oh, wow. absurd. A friend oh, of mine who was a... Exactly. When I saw it, I didn't feel any of this, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, that's why I have to recuse myself. That's because, fine. Because you're being hilarious and making it's, it, a very valid... Part. A friend of mine said, who's a screenwriter who's written a lot of great movies, uh, said it, it's been years since he saw just an out... His quote was an out-and-out out howler. Um, and I was really, uh, I was really, um, uh, 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 just every, it, like Plan 9 from Outer Space, it's actually a great movie. And, and in this way, Labor Day is a great movie because it never stops being entertaining. It's entertaining for the wrong reason, right. but they never... Stop being invent, in, inventing. And Plan 9, just when you think you can't get any more terrible than it is, Dudley Manlove comes in as the effeminate conqueror of the, of the uh, uh, invading. And there's a whole other level of craziness comes in. In Labor Day, uh, a woman brings her mentally handicapped, wheelchair-bound son by, who we see by... Uh, his 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 twisted feet in the wheelchair waiting on the porch, uh, and as always as often happens when you have a child like this, if you have to run into town, you bring him over to a neighbor's house, and if the neighbor goes, no no I can't today I really can't, you leave him anyway. <laughs> this happens a lot. <laughs> and then when you come and then when you come back after he's been reached by a, a murderer, um, and he tries to communicate with you. You slap him mm-hmm. in front of people. Yeah. This happens every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say. <laughs> so two, two and a half stars? <laughs> it would be a. I, I'm going to put it this way. It's a slightly less realistic version of Will Smith's Wild Wild West. <laughs> that is high praise. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. By the way, Jason, I am in SAG and I'm <laughs> eager to work. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. Wow. That was a Changing the subject quickly. Um, although uh, this touches on a few things we've talked about, and I made the joke. But I really am, am – this is on my, my, my first thing uh, for uh, loathsome things of 2013. Um, the marketing department at the studios has controlled the which films will get the most money for advertisement um, for a long, long time. And every now and then they have an example of – we get an example of the misdirect. They advertise the film as making you happy and feel good, and then you see the film, and you don't even know if it's good or bad. You're so outraged that you were led down the wrong path that you hate the movie because of it and instantly. And in the case of uh, Saving Mr. Banks, uh, by the way, there's a great porno version called Shaving Mrs. Banks. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That came up with the poker game last night. uh, so people don't shave anymore. No, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> women don't grow it anymore. Certainly not Mrs. Banks. Um, but uh, uh, this movie is is in the in the Billboard. 
You see Tom Hanks with his fist in the air uh, as Walt Disney in a very celebratory way. You know, we see the TV commercials and she's a curmudgeon who has great regard for the real Mrs. Banks or Mr. Banks. And we're not sure what that means. And she has trouble giving away her story for Mary Poppins for a motion picture. But she did write the book, of course. And we don't – what we do know is that a very uplifting, wonderful Disney-like <laughs> experience is going to unfold when in fact – Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and spoiler alert because it, it, my, my outrage is endless. 65% of the film, conservatively, takes place in flashback, never uh, suggested. I think that's very conservative. Never suggested, and yeah. you've seen it. Yeah. So never yeah. suggested in any of the marketing. Nope. 65% conservatively is in flashback. A very maudlin, somber, depressing, camp kill yourself mm-hmm. uh, flashbacks. And uh, harrowing to the point where, tell me that's the movie. Yeah. Let me wrap my head around that marketing and go in and choose to see this woman's struggle as a child that led her to write this great story. Give me that in marketing so I know to expect it and I'm not filled <laughs> with outrage. There, along, those, along those lines, there was a movie two years ago, uh, Matthew McConaughey, Jennifer Aniston, and my, a dog movie. Marley? Oh, Marley. Marley some damn thing. Where this looked like a couple gets a fun dog. You know what? That's a heartbreaker. Owen Wilson. Of, yeah. Yeah. Owen Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. They are different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I took my daughter and oh, no. because of the ad campaign and uh, got to explain to her what a miscarriage was. Oh, boy. Uh, we got to watch a dog die and see oh. its corpse dropped into a grave. It is oh. the saddest movie. Um, and the picture is a dog with a bow on its neck. Yeah. That's it's, the poster. Yeah. It's folks. really... A puppy with a red bow. Yeah. 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 As Jamie reminded me, the movie came out Christmas Day, uh, which is the holiday that a lot of families take their children mm-hmm. to see films. And if you were, a, if I were a parent, I would have certainly put it yep. on the list. What were your choices? Anchorman, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Hey, kids, here's a movie we can go see, and it's rated PG. Yeah. They saw Frozen two weeks earlier. Mm-hmm. Not PG-13. Yeah. It's rated PG. PG. You've and only got so Mary many Poppins. movies you can take a six-year-old to. And, honey, you love the Mary Poppins. Of and Mickey Mouse is in the poster. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, Same with Wolf of Wall Street. I actually went. I went on Christmas Day with my family, so it's what we chose as the, to be like the family film. They all liked it, but we all sort of agreed. They're like, "Yeah, I could have done with a little less flashback." Like, I don't mind some of it there. But it was like, just a sad, sad. My problem sad isn't even movie. with the movie, though. My problem is what I was marketed. Yeah, to what go they see. told you. Yeah, was you feel be you were. That's my yeah, the misdirect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. And. The subcategory of this particular choice is that now, when a film is so bad and marketing is so desperate to somehow sell this garbage pail of garbage, they can no longer get a good review. So now they've taken to posting in a TV ad, Twitter reviews, not by film critics. By random no, people. No, that's happening? Random tweets. Oh, yes, yeah. That's anything popular is now in a TV commercial uh. with just the at person's name for on the screen for a second after this glowing review. Oh, That's my now God. legitimate. That. It's the equivalent of what they, they used to do, and they still do a little bit of like – a video of the people in the lobby of the theater. Yeah, just saw the testimonial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, I, I jumped out of my seat. It was yeah. so scary or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And they show the people jumping back at a paranormal activity movie or whatever. But yeah, it's equal to that now. But like, you don't have time to really process this. It just pops up. It's like, I loved it at Cheesehead 53 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, so next on my list is, is we've also talked about a little bit uh, in this, which is just spoiler alerts. Um, it, it's become a thing. I felt oh. like in 2013, it, it became a solidified in the vernacular that we all are supposed to be respectful and pay heed to. And I think um, maybe it's more of it should become a personal thing. Everyone has their own. And if you're at a party and you start to say a thing and a person says, whoa, whoa, I haven't seen it yet, then you're allowed to say, leave the room. I'm going to tell the rest of them who have seen it because the six of us have something to talk Mm -hmm. about. I don't want to alienate you. You've just alienated yourself. Take it, it, uh, you know, outside, you idiot. Um, (laughs) And by the way, everyone has their own schedules. And, you know, all you need to say is, oh, oh, I don't want to spoil it. And then it's on you to... To yeah. do something about it, not on the person that's regaling. Um, but when are we ever going to have any rules about spoilers? I can't imagine. And the other thing too is like, if if watching an entire series hinges upon the twist or the reveal for you, then what? The, why were you watching the series? You know what I mean? Like, if the one thing like, oh, I found out so and so died, I can't enjoy the series anymore. Like, you didn't like the characters, the dialogue, right. all the other scenes yeah. that were happening. It just literally comes down to the fact that so and so gets hit by a car and dies, or you know, whatever. Those kinds of things happen. Like, then it's like. Gives a shit. It shouldn't be about the plot mechanics that make something enjoyable. Right. Like that should be something that enhances. That was it, the end but... of Breaking Bad, wasn't it? You yeah. son of a. No. It was. It was. You you we already told you it's a gay wedding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and on the lines of the Duck Dynasty and things like that, the political correctness is the new censorship, and um, it's because we have slow news days that this story becomes a story. Uh, this guy gave an interview in a magazine. Isn't that how the whole thing sort of started? Mm-hmm. He gave GQ. an interview. And a, yeah. There yeah. you go. So GQ thought it was okay to interview this redneck. These guys do a circle prayer at the end of every episode, or so I'm told. I've, I, I clearly have not seen the show. I'll admit it. Um, what did you think a guy like that was going to say? So if the, if the magazine chooses to print these things, they're fine with putting it out there. They're fine with interviewing this guy. And his uh, uh, telling his own story becomes an, um, an article in a magazine. The fact that it becomes a news story is because people get to feign outrage. Yeah. If you're outraged, fine. But it doesn't make it newsworthy. It doesn't make it something that needs to be discussed by everyone. If you're at a dinner party and you want to talk about it, do that. Yeah. The fact that this guy, that, that the company steps forward to fire this guy for about five minutes till they <laughs> yeah. realize the rest of his family was going to walk too and they'd lose their biggest oh, show. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> we were kidding when we said fired. We meant uh, 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 pay Back to in, work on Monday. Pay increase. <laughs> That's what we meant. Uh, but, but they're doing that for their constituents. They're running for office, the people who make those decisions and think it's in their best interest to fire this guy. When in fact it is just about selling soap after 65 years of broadcast television. It's still just about selling soap. And they don't want to piss off the advertisers who themselves are pretending to be uh, on the right side of every decision ever made. Um, It's the guy's opinion who gives a shit, the people who watch that show, who by the way may share that opinion in a a vast uh, percentage. Um, that's why GQ chose, I'm sure, to post this article mm-hmm. because it would help stoke the fire and also create uh, people talking about it. But again, 
if we're going to defend everyone's right to speak in a public forum about their own personal opinions, you can't then be incredibly outraged that you disagree with every platform this guy stands for. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not how it works. You can personally disagree. It can't be uh, discussed and, and newsworthy and, and made into a giant uh, news story and be taken seriously, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, it, the, the Paula Deen thing that absolutely falls under the same heading, which is um, political correctness is the new censorship. And uh, we'd all do ourselves a great justice if we uh, fight uh, to remove all forms of censorship. Um, this next one is the end of civilization. I've been talking about it for a couple of years, but it really peaked for me in 2013. Um, a law has to be passed to stop people from peeing on the seat in public restrooms. It is for this reason. That act is fuck the next guy. And if your thought process is fuck the next guy, civilization doesn't need a comet (laughs) or the environment. (laughs) We're fucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, And the last one on my list is uh, things I hate about 2013. I have finally had to wrap my brain around the fact that I am losing my hair. No. Yes. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. (laughs) Well, here's the deal. I'm getting to the point now where my options are really shrinking. You know, (laughs) when it it starts to happen, like around the few good men days, which is now 21 years ago, they build a little tiny hair yarmulke and they weave it into your existing hair so the ozone layer uh, depletion (laughs) in the back of your head isn't seen by people. And then then there's various things that they can shake into your hair like a salt shaker, million dollars hair and it creates actual fibers you've all seen the infomercials where when you're on camera is the only time you have to worry about this shit or you just lean into it and say fuck it I don't care so I got kind of in the middle ground over the last few years and this was the year I started looking in the mirror and seeing myself in movies on TV and I said I'm just tired of the filling things in and pretending this isn't happening but now I don't really know what to do in terms of leaning into it and being okay (laughs) and um it was uh, to kind of wrap things around with um, uh, my plus side when I did the show Mom for the first episode right before the holidays when 2013 and my horrible hair nightmares were grinding to an end and taking over my thoughts. Uh, Chuck Lorre, the, the master of that universe, um, I said, hey, what do you want to do about – because we, first we're debating this uh, stubble of a beard thing that I've been growing. And he said, you know, it's totally up to you. I said, really? Because I've never worked on any form of entertainment where that decision wasn't made by the creative controlling people. Yeah. He said, no, it's really up to you, whatever I'm doing. I said, okay, what do you want? And we were in the hair and makeup room at this point because I was being made up for the first sort of uh, thing and uh, pre-tape. So I said, um, what do you want to do about the hair? Because normally, you know, they, they either color it in a little bit here, a little bit there. And he said, eh, just leave it the way it is. I said, Really? Just, uh, I don't have to pretend that things are different? (laughs) Did you just start crying? (laughs) No, there was this incredible cloud lifted. I sort of felt like this really has been all in my head. It's only the person who looks into the mirror and says, this is unfair. Genetics has decided that I'm going to have less hair from each day on 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 an ongoing basis. And, um... And no one else gives a shit but me in the mirror, as it turns out. Uh, no one thought I was less funny or less interesting or, or whatever. No decisions had been made, I now think, 
uh, anyone who did decide that I was less this or that because I was losing my hair is someone that I would sort of laugh at that concept. It was just me. I was the asshole in the room. <laughs> well, there's you know, the interesting thing about that is, and, you, and it's really changed in our. It's it's only like twenty years where there was uh, and Bruce Willis was really there was a, there was a tipping point with male pattern baldness was just so prevalent. And then I think it was actually Bruce Willis who just said, like, screw it. I'm going to own it. And he just shaved his head. And, and then, it was a huge shaking of yeah. the you know, entertainment landscape, yeah. for sure, as a leading man and arguably the box office champ yeah. at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And, and now it's actually that, that, you know, that close cropped. Like head shaved is more common than not, and like Jason Statham and Woody Harrelson, uh, Woody Harrelson, um, uh, you know, and, uh, also very macho leading man in action movies, Michael Stipe. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these people, they just own it. And now, what's really and, and it's ironic in that it's considered to be the leader of REM, <laughs> openly gay singer. Uh, but but uh, you know, it's caused by an excess of testosterone, which is funny. Sure, sure. It's actually a more manly thing than uh, than. Oh, the deep irony! Yeah, super, <laughs> super girls, enormous like, testicles and no hair. Me and me and Ron Reagan with our flaxen locks, yeah. <laughs> falling in Rowan hued tresses. Um, but uh, to me, the thing that I find hilarious is people who wear toupees still. Ugh. And I Let's talk about a few. And I, they're out there. They're, I mean, oh, yeah. when you start losing your hair, you become instantly aware of yeah. who is somehow getting away yeah. with this. And, well, I don't think Jeremy and, no one's getting there's away. There's no reason to name oh. names, right? Well, his yeah. his hair takes a, an hour and a half to do. Yeah. But but just like when you see guys in the street, it looks like the, the Daniel Boone hat, and it's like, yeah. do they really go home at night? Fooled him again. <laughs> like, no one. And uh, uh, and uh, in uh, Washington, uh, uh, Daryl Issa. It's like, you know, it's like yeah. you're fooling no one. Yeah. You, it's, it's a wig. It's like the old Robert Klein of a wig. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, in that moment, it, it actually back to uh, behind the candelabra. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're fooling no When he no takes one. off that wig, and, oh. you know, who didn't see that coming? Yeah. You had a Buick on your head. Every day. American Hustle. That's the starting oh, yeah. scene. Yeah, first scene. Woof. Fantastic. <laughs> Every day, Daryl Issa wakes up, glues a wig on his head, and then goes out and says that Barack Obama is hiding something. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love the man with all the hair making sense of this for me. <laughs> um, you should see my back. <laughs> You're up, Jim. Thank oh, yeah. you. Wow. Um, actually, uh, in the last two seasons of Parks, mm. they have been spraying a little something in my hair, which they didn't do the first four seasons. Listen, I tell them to put some powder on uh, just to dampen the shine. I can signal ships at sea. <laughs> well, I was like, well, because I never really, I, don't, I really don't look, to be honest. And I'm getting, you know, you get the thigh marks that are building up and stuff, but I didn't think I had the crown going on. And she was like, yeah, no, that's starting. <laughs> okay, so they do a little, you know, that spritz that they, uh, it's like the color of your hair. Wait, what is thigh marks? You know, when a guy starts losing it here. Oh, I didn't know that was called that. From burying his head. 
Oh, my goodness. From burying his head into his own thighs during turbulence? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's an airplane thing. Emergency landing. Okay. Oh, my God. I thought that was like an old, old. I never heard it either. Seriously. Oh, my God. Who has heard it? That's a Chicago oh, term. My man, uh, my name. father said to all of I have four brothers, and he said, uh, I, "Die before you give a woman pleasure." That's the cool uh, thing. <laughs> uh, death, death before. Um, but uh, shining example. <laughs> the the um, I had a makeup woman. I uh, was doing a episode of something and she goes you should uh, start what is the pill that you take or you rub it oh, in? yeah because you start not at 12 years it works and she said uh, <laughs> oh it slows it down it definitely it slows it but she she said like oh you should you you should start propecia well you do have to that's start what, early that's what she said if you care about this thing right. to which i said that sounds like something that will make your job easier <laughs> That's not my problem. <laughs> Which, by the way, I mean, the thing, you know, and we can get off this. I'm so sorry. But the fact of the matter is, until you look in the mirror and the part, uh, a, any part of your physical being changes on its own, you've not overeated. You've not actually right. done anything to change the genetic structure of your being. It's doing it for yeah. you. Trust me, it's unnerving. It's not just vanity. I, I will argue until I pass out. Vanity is the beginning phase. I'm not looking as young as I did. And then eventually it's like, what the fuck? Just literally, what the fuck? I mean, that's kind of what it boils down to. And to that end, when did women start deciding that pubic hair was a horrible thing to have? When did the definition of physical beauty for women, you know what men like? When you look like a giant baby with Big baby vagina. Yeah, I... I mean, you don't have to look like Art Garfunkel's <laughs> shoes, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, a proof of age is nice. Um, I really don't uh, get it, and that's just a natural segue from the crown of your head to a woman's <laughs> undercarriage. Somewhere in between is the thigh marks. Yes, yes, which we right. go back to the thigh marks. Back in the, in, the, in, the, wow. in the 70s, in porn in the 70s, these women, their vaginas would look like an aerial photo of Bootsy Collins. <laughs> Angela Davis from the. Oh. Uh, okay. Young Charles Fleischer from a traffic copter. Jufro, really, is what yeah. I'm talking about. Wow. Good to go? Back to yeah, you, Jim. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all you. You know what? Dana brought something up that then makes me realize it's not, I'm going off list. All right. Whoa. Going, going rogue, people. Going off list. I hate, I hate. Someone who's super far left or someone who's super far right. I hate, uh, like your Rush Limbaugh's, I hate as much as, but I'll also say I hate, um, you know, you mentioned her too, uh, Maddow. uh, What's her name? Extremism. Rachel Maddow. They're not helping. It's just, I have friends in my life. I could tell them, you know, Obama is going to shit in your mouth today. Oh, my God, that would be awesome. Because if he did it, it would be the best thing that ever happened to the country and to the world and everybody. They can't. There's no there's no no one issue is super one way or super the other. I can't stand it. It's like Rush Limbaugh's voice. Oh, my God. Obama could cure cancer tomorrow. And he would find out how that was the worst thing that ever happened to our yeah. country was Obama curing cancer. And just like Stephanie Miller in the morning, I don't know if you listen to her at all, you could, you know, uh, 
Bush could have cured cancer. It would have been the same thing. So yeah. I really, I, oh, I, I can't take that. So that's uh, one. Now, now I'll Extremists. go to the list. I did Sound of Music, uh, which we already talked about. I hate the word, and I only recently learned what it means. Totes. Motherfucker, <laughs> stop that word. <laughs> Danny Gould has left the table. <laughs> Are you kidding me? We can't complete words. We can't say totally? Totes. 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 T-O-T-E-S. We all know. It's only adding. You're only saving two letters. It drives me. Oh, it's totes awesome. Totes awe. What was totes? What is happening? Is it texting that's done this? The abbreviation uh, in texting? I feel like, I think totes even happened before texting. I feel like yeah, that. Did run out of time? Totes, totes amaze, like all these things that aren't very hard to say the full-on word. Right. They're but not difficult reason, words. the word totes runs right through me. <laughs> I, I, How do you feel about amaze balls? Oh, <laughs> nauseating. Oh, my God. I, I, you know, and I'm stuck with certain words. I say awesome every two seconds. I, you know, like, and uh, I'm not proud of that. But at least it's a full word. <laughs> I, I, anyway, so that mm, that uh, drives me crazy. Totes, great example. The, the asshole. Oh, uh, I think you mean that drives you cray cray. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I also, <laughs> this is just, you know, pathetic. I'm not even much of a sports guy. That being said, the Bears lost to the Packers in the last 40 seconds. That. You're from Chicago. I am from Chicago. Yeah, I, am. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that that happened in 2013. <laughs> I just do. So I have to go with that. Uh, especially because, you know, that is the rivalry. Those two teams are... are to me, that was a bleep, blop, blarg moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, was, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I have down the Kardashians, but I put that for every year because <laughs> I, I really hate everything about them. Uh, uh, oh, I have Maury Povich on the bad seat, but I have <gasps> Good too. No, got him on both. I got him on both. I have him on good because, to be honest, it's my trailer pleasure at work when I'm, you know, that's fair and balanced. And, and you're yeah, fair and balanced. I'm fair and balanced. Exactly. He's on my top five good and bad. He is absolutely on the good and bad. Uh, and also something I'm guilty of, but they are kind of obnoxious. Are all these selfies? Oh yeah. Too many selfies. I'm not even. But I do it too. And, but so you I'm just not, said the word selfie. I feel like that I know. Fall even into that's gross. Quality. Yeah. I know. Well, I did a tote selfie. Is that even a term? <laughs> <laughs> a tote selfie. I, I, I totes did a selfie. I think. Oh, I totes did a selfie. Yeah, yeah that's sick. Did, but didn't that build Snapchat? This five billion dollar company wasn't it based on selfies? Probably. Launched on selfies, isn't that what it is? But the thing with what the, is, what the Anthony Weiner, the Anthony Weiner thing, his hilarious name aside. The thing that nobody ever said was, "Women don't want to see your junk." Amen. They, it's not the same thing. Men what, yeah. are visually yeah. stimulated because we evolved from hunters. Uh, that's why we have less empathy. Uh, we need to kill, uh, and we are like dogs. Um, we, it's just a <laughs> thing. We see it. We want it. It's you know, uh, it's cold cuts basically. Uh, a deli platter. We'll that is a gross thing to say um, <laughs> while talking about private pictures. <laughs> uh, women aren't like, God, I got to see his penis. I right. got to see if they don't. No, they don't want to see. That grainy, care. gritty. No, it's, yeah. it's spoke much louder to his own vanity yeah. and ego in a <laughs> nanosecond. And a, a guy that looks like a hen. <laughs> By the way, 
<laughs> you know, it's not like a really good-looking guy. They're like, well, he is a really good-looking guy. I get, yeah. He he looks like he should be on a box of cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dick pic. I say dick pic. <laughs> and can we say dick picture, please? <laughs> That's all I'm asking. Can we say dick call? I'd like right. <laughs> But here's one that I would like. Can we start saying prolly? Instead of probably. Instead of probably. Uh, probably. Probably. Yeah. probably, probably. I always want to write probably because I'm just lazy. Well, you know, the great, great stand-up comedian, uh, John Mendoza, his, one of his jokes was always, you know, the abbreviation for July is J-U-L. <laughs> You're going to be in some kind of hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and also with all the you know the social media and stuff, people are <laughs> typing and writing. No one, and it becomes more apparent when you see it. No one knows what their t h e i r. No, 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 no one no. knows how to use your u r. Why even the twos are becoming a problem? Honestly, it's re- it, it's embarrassing. And mm-hmm. some people who you really you think in their world, they're like, well, it's totes ridiculous. It's what? <laughs> it's totes ridiculous. But it is totes ridiculous. Um, people who you respect, you're like, damn, I know they're a smart person, and <laughs> and you think, well, okay, that was a typo, and then you realize, you know, again and again in their posts, no, that isn't a typo any longer. That's that's how that's they a problem. Think that's used. Crazy. Yeah, Which reminds me, right? autocorrect is something you can turn off on your phone, right? Oof. On your smartphone. Yeah, supposedly. I never think to do it. I never think. I'm, no, but you either. can. You can absolutely yeah. turn it off, and and it's one of those things that everyone loves to. Make fun of. I don't know what right. complaining about because it's more funny how it turns words. You're a real advocate for taking control in and one's life. Yes. I think that's nice. The the thing that I was um, – uh, uh, forget it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I was going to make a thing where oh, – it'll, it'll come in later. We're gonna, we are going to do the song that's the theme of mm-hmm. – okay. Yeah, yeah, so I'll wait till then. So, yeah, Jim, uh, please continue. Okay, I'll finish with – if anyone disagrees in this room, I'll, I'll just tote slap them. Yeah. Uh, face tattoos. More, more, or less. There's not enough. <laughs> uh, who the hell thinks that that's a good idea? And it's, you never see a guy with a face tattoo hired in the planning department. You do not. <laughs> anyway, and that's a quickie, but that I, I just, and you're seeing it more and more. So Yeah, there's there a lot. Go. Tattoos, period. Well, tattoos, yeah, but even, okay, if you're going to, you know, whatever, if you can maybe wear long sleeve, if you're not, your face. But, and I can see people, you know, just like you get one, you get two, you have a little thing. It's a just smeared all over your body. It, 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 it's also it just goes with the theory of like I'm never. If you have one or two, that's great. But like sleeves, yeah. sleeves, and this, and this. You, well, dear, I love you. <laughs> At a certain point. It's not smeared. It's fantastic and gorgeous and a piece of art. There's a difference. Boom. I'm talking about sl- just people that look like Z- Lomi, the old sideshow driver. <laughs> um, and this. This. Yeah. yeah. Uh, eventually, you're going to look like a clown that got stuck in the rain. Well, and no one thinks they get older, so everyone thinks it's always going to look great. But no, but, but right. again, you can cover things up. You can wear clothes. I have one face, tattoo on my hip bone that says objects might be larger than they appear. I'm going to get some cheese. <laughs> hey, Good night. Yeah. Old. All right, That's gonna, me. I'm going to take it home. Whoop. Uh, all right. So uh, here are my worst things. Uh, <laughs> this is very specific to people that have recently visited the AMC chain of movie theaters. 
because it's now my least favorite thing in the history of the world. Um, they used to have this thing before the previews where it was just like these kids going into movie theater and then like previews and then the previews would happen and then it would show the kids like on the seats that turn into like trees and then it was like it's an immersive experience and then the show would start. That whole thing took maybe 15 seconds each side. Now they have this thing that pops up. It's like you're about to enter AMC Amazing and the red ball logo of AMC turns into these little mm-hmm. computer animated red balls who are like doing things that make no sense whatsoever. The first ones are like they, they turn into motorcycles. They're driving motorcycles. These red balls are. And then there's a bunch of cattle that are red balls on the road who get out of the way. And then they're at the side of the road. And then all of a sudden they're fishing in a lake. And then one gets a pie thrown in his face. And then the other one's got a chainsaw. And it just goes on and on and on. And then you finally get to the previews. And you're like, thank God. And then when it comes back from the previews, now it's this red ball walking its dog, which is a phone, saying, don't leave your phone on. And the phone keeps ringing. And it goes on forever, and they're like, Leave, keep your phone on a tight leash, and then we're not responsible if a giant bear eats it. We're just not. And a bear ball comes and eats this phone, and this goes on forever. And it's got this, like, sassy voiceover lady doing this whole thing. <laughs> and no one in the audience finds this amusing. Everybody's just kind of like, what is going on? And it goes on forever, and I just really, really miss the days of the kids going into the fucking jungle seats <laughs> for 15 seconds, and then it got to the movie. Have you guys seen the Virgin America online safety video? Yeah, I mean the with the matador and trying to like buckle a seatbelt, that whole thing. It's it is a crazy. It's like a ten minute short film of dancing in a hangar, and well, I haven't seen that one. It is crazy. John came back from a flight like I have got to look something up and show you. <laughs> um, it must be new. I don't know that I've seen this. There's robot dancing. There's a uh, little kid beatboxing about They could not make it any Dude, cooler to buckle a seatbelt, but it, like watching it it's so long. It's so crazy and it's so like trying to be funny and cool. They are just like just give me the lady. Let's just. go out to the lobby. Yeah. Let's go. I mean those like it's day. long enough. The movies nowadays are long enough anyways, especially right Right now, when it's award season and everything's three hours, and then you get 20 minutes of previews, that's pretty much what it is. And now you're adding on four minutes of this red ball nonsense, and it just makes me <laughs> that's crazy. That's why you gotta say totes. Yeah. You just say. I gotta totes. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna write them, I'm like, dear AMC, this is totes for day. <laughs> exactly. Abbreviate the red ball. Mm-hmm. Got it. Exactly. Uh, second on my list is a movie that a lot of people love, but it was like nails on a chalkboard to me, and that was Woody Allen's latest, Blue Jasmine. Um, I know a lot of people love it, and I like a lot of Woody's stuff, but that one made me crazy. One, one of my biggest problems with it was every single – it takes place in San Francisco largely because she's like a transplant from New York to San Francisco trying to get away from her – after her divorce to the Alec Baldwin character. So she's in San Francisco wandering around like a crazy person. But everybody she hangs out with is like a New Jersey transplant. So all the San Francisco characters are like Andrew Dice Clay and like Max Casella and like all these like, hey, we're Jersey guys. And I'm like, could you, you're setting place in the Bay Area. Could we make – I don't know. Why, why even go and film there if you're not going to actually show San Franciscans being San Francisco? Because they're all these New Jersey, like, you know, hey, guys. And the whole thing to me was just, like, really annoying. I did like it. A lot of people do. I did. Somebody, someone said it's ex- a Shakespeare play, almost? Like, it's beat for car. beat? Or streetcar? That's a Shakespeare play, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Shakespeare streetcar. <laughs> streetcar. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, yeah. I just watched it today, actually. Oh, yeah. um, and Fresh I've eyes. seen your list. Fresh eyes. Fresh eyes. What do you say? Uh, I Kate said, Blanchett is brilliant. She's brilliant. Yeah, yeah she and really is. her, like her performance was 
crazy good. Yeah, it was crazy good. I did have a problem also with a lot of the stuff that was going on around her. Exactly. Terms, I mean, the storytelling so even. much less interesting. Yeah. I thought so too. I thought the storytelling and the story itself wasn't she satisfying. Was no, it's. But man, she's so good. Does anybody have this problem? It's a morality. Many of his great movies are morality plays. And yet, mm-hmm. he is. Yeah. Profoundly. <laughs> yeah. Amoral. Why did you have sex with, if not your daughter, your wife's daughter, and a girl your children considered their sibling? The heart wants what it wants, which is just a fancy way of saying. I don't give a fuck. I wanted to. I do what I want. Yeah. I wanted to. Me wanty. Yeah. Yeah. That's not enough. There's lots of things I want to do. I don't do them. And and yet, Crimes and Misdemeanors, I think, is such an amazing movie. But he's actually on the wrong side of the argument in his own life. Yeah. He really thinks he can get away with it, do it. I mean, he's incredibly prolific. He puts out a movie every year still, which is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are good, and a lot of them miss the mark, too. But, you know, that's what's going to happen when you're spitting one out every yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, and this one, just for me, just didn't really work. I just found it really irritating. I thought she was good. I mean, it was very over-the-top and mattered and kind of crazy, but, like, I don't know. I just just found the whole thing irritating, and it's hard for me to like. I have a hard time spending two hours or ninety minutes with people I really dislike, and I pretty much dislike. How have everybody. you gotten through this show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. everybody in that movie, like when the one person you're like, "Hey, Andrew Dice Clay seems all right." <laughs> like that, if if that's yeah. the person that I like identify with the most with in that movie, yeah. then I don't really want to watch that movie anymore. And that was my issue with it. Good luck with Inside the Well and Davis. Yeah, oh, that I did yeah. watch. Oi, as well. oi, oi. Uh, right. I was like watching a pony die. Oh, yeah. my God. I agree with you. <laughs> really? I'm hearing great stuff. I haven't seen it. I, 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 see, that's one of those things. And That's the Emperor's Clothing. I'm the, sorry. The big film review. There's really? no bigger fan. David there's no, the big, of the year. no bigger oh, fan of those guys than me. No yeah. bigger fan. Of, and I just, oh, it's an asshole who's an asshole. That's it. But not Credits. get in the car. Oh, walk down the hallway. Yeah. Get back in the car. Go it nowhere. Like, you Do know, nothing. The other, the other <laughs> one was the master. Oh. Was the other one like? Yeah, that was. I think I was on my worst list last year. That yeah. movie made me crazy. But, what else uh, you got, Cole? I got a few more things, Kevin. Uh, one of the things I hate this year, especially, was like networks telling you what to hashtag on television on the shows. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was. Like, it's gotten so obnoxious now. If anything, yeah. just like have it be like the hashtag is the name of the show. I think that's enough. Yeah, we can put all the conversations. We'll all in figure there. it out. Yeah, you can do like hashtag Boardwalk Empire. Okay, now oh. we know that we're watching that. It it doesn't need to be like you know like they, on Survivor they like hashtag Coconut War. Or something really just how about hashtag Survivor and anybody who wants to see mm-hmm. what people are writing about Survivor just go to that. Yeah. Stop force feeding us what we need to do. And hashtag is the one thing on Twitter yeah. that you get to create. It's about your own creativity, your yeah. own originality. That's the only reason for hashtag to exist. Yeah. yeah. Is that you're gonna comment on something. Here, here's an idea. <laughs> Please use it. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that makes me a little crazy. So there's that. Um this is a. I'm a big fan of Boardwalk Empire. It's one of my favorite shows on television, and um, uh, they uh, did away with my favorite character, and so which is also a lot of people's favorite characters at the end of this last season, and it was a real bummer because uh, he's one of the people I like spending time with every Sunday night, even though it's a big ensemble cast, and uh, you guys probably know who I'm talking about, but if not, uh, spoiler alert, uh, that would be Richard Harrow, the the war veteran with one half of a face who wears the mask that Jack Houston played, just was an amazing character, and you know the, the creators were like, well, yeah, we hated 
needed to kill him, but you know, he's a tragic character and he needed a tragic end. And I was like, I counter that he didn't. <laughs> I, I, I counter that he could have stayed on the show and I could have continued to enjoy watching. There was a big thing in uh, Entertainment Weekly uh, about all the characters that were killed in 2013. It became yeah. the thing. Yeah. And a lot of killing off a of character. Let's yeah. kill the people you love. Yeah. yeah. So there, you that know, was in Menudo, they just fire them. <laughs> <laughs> so that bummed me out. And uh, my last thing would be uh, an actual uh, death, death, which was Robert Ebert passing away. Roger Ebert oh. passing away. Um, Robert, no one Robert Ebert, nobody, you know, nobody really cared. Uh, Roger Came Ebert, uh, you know, it's like, as much as I've always kind of disagreed with, like, critics or, you, you know, whatever, like, he was the one I found growing up that I used to really read his reviews and really related to the most overall. And he I wrote was, essays about yeah. movies. He was passionate. It wasn't bullshit. Right. He really loved He really loved yeah. movies. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like there's just, especially nowadays, there's just a lot of snark involved in everybody's reviews of whatever. And, like, if he didn't like a movie, like, he really told you why he didn't like it. It wasn't so much, like, he just, you know, wanted to make fun of it or whatever. Like, there's a few, like, reviews. Like, his review of Milk Money is pretty classic, where he just completely trashes the thing. But in general, like, I always found his, his enthusiasm for movies really rubbed off on me growing up. And I was in love with movies, too. And uh, now I found myself, after he died, I would, I would watch a movie and be like, oh, Roger probably really would have loved that movie. It's a bummer that he never got to see it. So that's kind of... I don't know. That really bummed me oh, out when he yeah, passed away because I, I thought he was really, you know, very few critics I respect in that way. And he's definitely. The Did top you see his list. wife released his last sentences the other day? Basically saying he said to her for a couple of days before he died, he'd been seeing things. And she assumed it was, uh, you know, just hallucinating or whatever. And he said, no. He goes, but this is all fake. None of this is real. There's a huge, amazing vastness where everything is happening all at once. Wasn't it something like yeah, that? Wow. Yeah. It was interesting. Like we're living in the Matrix almost. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. How but he probably was fan, just hallucinating, but she feels he wasn't. How many stars did he give it? Oh, he just stumps. He just stumps. And Gene is there. Yes, Gene was waiting for him. Aww. Yeah. Aww. I, did, uh, Letter- I did Letterman with those two. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, Gene Siskel, very nice. Huh. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. Uh-oh. Well, wow. I didn't know him personally. But <laughs> I found his right. No, they're all flawed, and the truth is, critics in general, as you were saying, are, are, are stating opinion as fact, which is never a thing. In fact, right, it was right, on right, my right. list for a while, but it wasn't germane to the year 2013. It became more of a problem, but it's been around for far too long when people are, are hired to state their opinions as facts. Yeah. It's, it's, well. it's, it's designed to fail. And it's, it's always nice to go back, and you can now with the Internet, and read... Reviews of things, uh, contemporary things that have now gone on to become classics. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... I, well, Roger gave thumbs down to Usual Suspects, and I only know it, obviously, for personal reasons. But, sure, that those things have to happen when you're yeah. affected a certain way by any given film-going yeah. experience. And, it's just like the reviews of It's a Wonderful Life. We're like, right. mm-hmm. it's fine. And <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, they used to have, um, when At the Movies was still on TV, they retired a couple years ago, they had At the Movies dot tv or whatever had like a bunch of the old episodes on there so i would like just go down this rabbit hole and then be like you know yeah. september 21st 1987 and they review broadcast news so and so whatever and you'd watch it and then you'd be amazed at like what they loved and what they didn't like and I, yeah i am because i'm as old as because knowing me is like having a friend who's a tree that can talk <laughs> um, uh, i remember watching Siskel and Ebert on PBS reviewing Moonraker. Wow. In 1979. 
And I was Nancy of a James Bond, Roger Moore. I'll never forget this for any reason. He was like, Roger Ebert called Roger Moore that tree trunk of an actor, Roger Moore. (laughs) Because his performance was so wooden. And and I just thought it was so, it was like I was in ninth grade, I was 14. I was just like, to me, it was so funny that like a movie critic was funny. And then there's no reason I know this, but I do remember it. And then when he reviewed, the next Bond film, which was For Your Eyes Only, he was like, I, I liked it. I, I don't know what to tell you. He was, he was astonished that he liked it. He goes, it's really good. Yeah, yeah there's been a few. I, it's a great point. There's been a few critics that would write essays about film and, and their passion and their knowledge, and they would share uh, insights as opposed to just stating opinion as fact, and Roger was definitely one of those. That's great. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to wrap this thing up by uh, each of us are going to say uh, a song this year that was kind of a theme for us or that we were really into, as well as the New Year's resolution. And then we'll all go to sleep. Um, v, you want to kick it? Uh, okay, my song, I didn't really listen to new music this year. I don't know what happened to me. It just It's not the song of the year, though. I know, it's but, yeah. but it's like our I'm, song for the year. Yeah. But I couldn't think of anything. And everything I thought of was kind of depressing, so I'm just saying Lord Royals because I kept hearing it. It's a nice song. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a nice song. And then I fell in a YouTube hole of like watching her, and she's a really talented, talented person. So why not give it to her? Um, and my resolution is very like silly, but it is to worry less and like try to remind myself that I cannot control what's going to happen <laughs> because I can spend great amounts of my life trying to plan things a month away, a year away, everything. And like, I don't see the things right in front of my nose. So. That's a great resolution as you're about to have a baby. Yeah. Just be less concerned about things. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off. Go into autopilot. <laughs> She's hungry. She'll get something. <laughs> and let the atheist point out to you. Uh, if you want to know if God has a sense of humor, humor, tell him your plans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will go to Dana. Song of the year as a parent of uh, three young girls. What does the fox say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does the fox There say? is no better way to get a, to be woken up at 7 a.m. <laughs> except maybe the sounds of genocide. <laughs> uh then what does the fox say? A song and video clearly made on a bet to be weirder than Gangnam Style. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, and they did it. Um, <laughs> much like the second act in A Clockwork Orange was dedicated to greater crimes than the first act of mm-hmm. A Clockwork Orange. And I say that about the movie because it's uh, a book first, but I'm an idiot. So I would only refer to the movie. It's like that movie, The Bible. <laughs> um, based on Push by Sapphire. Based on, <laughs> uh, New Year's resolution, I, uh, I'm going to try to get out of my way. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just one. did it, you guys. He just did it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, I struggle with the song because I, uh, uh, and I, that's why I reiterated it's yeah. not your favorite song of the year. No, no, no. It's supposed to be a song that represents if you had a theme song for the year. That's how it was yeah. explained to either me. Either, either, or, yeah. Okay, so uh, I had something glib, 
which was uh, Frank Sinatra singing Mr. Success. <laughs> but instead, I chose uh, another song that Frank Sinatra sings. That's how I became aware of it. I wish I could give the authors uh, credit. Uh, but, um, and I made fun of this song for a long time and because uh, the title of it is I'm Going to Live Until I Die. And I made fun of it because it sounded to me like uh, I'm going to shit until I wipe. <laughs> you know, I'm going to live until I die. Is <laughs> yes, yes. I'm going to eat until I'm full. Uh, you know, <laughs> just so absurd. I'm going to live until I die. Until you get to a certain point in your fifties, which is where I am, and I realized the mantra I'd been saying the last few years was, "If you're not creating, you're waiting." And it sort of gave way to uh, another version, which is this is not a dress rehearsal and all those tried examples of life is literally what you make it. Um, And I'm going to live until I die means I'm going to take and make the most of every of all of it until it's taken away. There you go. That's nice. nice. And uh, in terms of my resolution, I'm going to try to stick to that plan. <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, I've always, uh, not always, but for a very long time, I've been uh, a big naysayer of resolutions because they are a guaranteed uh, uh, not success uh, rate uh, in the upper 90%. Mark Pitta, a comedian friend of uh, Dana and mine, uh, had the only uh, New Year's resolution that I ever found interesting in any way, shape, or form. He said, you know how you eat pizza too soon when it's really hot and you burn the uh, roof of your mouth? I'm going to do that less. <laughs> I'm going to do that less in uh, less. 2014 <laughs> See, I like to do resolutions that are designed to succeed I, To put the cart before the horse uh, Last year, I resolved to stop giving women orgasms oh. And that worked out great I'm going to mm-hmm. try to keep it going <laughs> <laughs> I do find it funny, and then I'll shut up, but for all the women who read Fifty Shades of Grey, they didn't seem to be as big of fans if you just ran up to them and started slapping them around. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jimmy! Um, I'm reading Fifty Shades of Joel Grey. <laughs> that must be one hell of a read, but I will wait for the movie. Um, I, I, I'm not really much of a music guy as far as new music. I really don't listen. I really don't know much of what's going on. Uh, but a song that came to my attention this year that is apparently very old, uh, called Hallelujah. Oh, Has anyone yeah. ever heard that? Yeah. Leonard, uh, Leonard Cohen. There we go. Well, it's recorded it when you start yeah. looking up yeah. who did it. But the Canadian tenors, for whatever reason, uh, that's how I heard it. And I probably play it four times a day in the car. Mm. Uh, it, does it mean anything to me? No. Does it have it? No. I just like it. I like the sound. I like the voices. I like... The phrasing, and I even had to look. Some of it makes no sense. A lot of it's Bible references, I guess. Um, So you have to kind of figure, you know, but I I don't know. So there you go. Um, But I'm also like Mr. King of easy listening. (laughs) I'm not a, um, you know, like when I was young, it was the only craziness I did was... uh, like Ario Speedwagon. Lunatic. Crazy. (laughs) Crazy. I went to a movie called The Kids Are All Right. I think it's a film about a family. Uh Uh-oh. It wasn't. And that, to me, was living hell. So it goes to show my musical. uh, So anyway, the song Hallelujah. I do love it. Um, uh, New Year's resolution, uh, you know, twerk like nobody's watching. Um, No, this is a true one, and I'm truly, even on the way here, I tried to uh, take it and put it into practice. I have terrible road rage. Mm-hmm. Terrible road rage, which normally surprises people because in life, 
pretty easy going. Yeah, you just yeah, uh, I am very pretty represented the opposite. Of I, th- because that is me ninety nine percent of the time. So if the song com- Hallelujah comes on in the car, then but you get cut off. <laughs> it does have a calming effect. But no, I. So if I cut you off, there's oh. a high probability that you will stop at the next light, get out of your car, and come at my car with a golf club. No. while humming. Something Hallelujah. from bread. <laughs> from Barry Manilow. Yeah. But no, I will if not I do that. Your pains I, I, a thousand I, I, <laughs> I don't damage people's property. I'm not into physical. It's none of that. But will you get the flip? Will you get the you dumb asshole? Your blood pressure. My blood pressure goes up. Yeah, there's no, there's no physical. I don't. I would never damage. I would never throw something out of my car into somebody else's and hurt their property. Uh, but I just, in, inside, I am enraged. Can I tell a very quick road rage story? Please, yes. sir. It's my favorite. 30 seconds. <laughs> Friend of mine driving down the 101 one day, and a really big, like a Bentley, comes up next to him. And a guy is looking at him and angrily crossing himself. And, and my friend looks, and it's Mark Wahlberg. What? And Mark Wahlberg is angrily crossing himself. At your friend. At my friend. And then he drives on. And my friend's like, what the? F-? And then he remembers, my friend's an atheist, of course, remembers that under the back of his car is a bumper sticker that says, God is pretend. Oh. And so he sped up. To, Religion to wave, rose to, to wave wonderfully at Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. And Mark begins, oh, I really <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Wow. That was <laughs> wow! For the record, that was fifty seconds. I've actually seen Wahlberg at mass. He goes to well, he used to. I go to the in the valley now, but he used to go to. Uh, Do you go to St. Francis, Santa Monica? In the no, I go to either St. Mel's or Good Shepherd. Okay, because St. Francis just had to get rid of somebody because they were <laughs> stealing a kiss in the moonlight. Oh, oh. Really? What's the moonlight? Is that, uh, is that <laughs> the reflected light of the sun? Oh, okay. Is that Catholic speak code for something? Mm-hmm. Kiss in the moonlight? Mm-hmm. What is it? Is it a little boy or is it alcohol? Which it goes to my, uh, I mentioned earlier in the day, my uh, cafeteria Catholicism because like, I don't give a dime to the church. Now, no, I, I can't because when I heard that each church had to give money yeah. to pay for the the hidden lies in, in, in the lawyers yeah. for these priests. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, I give other places, but I, I, even though, and I'm sure, you know, especially because, you know, people get to know you from, you know, I've been on the show for years, blah, blah. You know, but, oh, what's he doing? Nothing. I get that little basket and I pass it to the guy next to me. I can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. Won't do it. So All there right. you have it. Taking it home. Uh, my song for the year uh, is a song. It's, it doesn't really necessarily mean anything to me, but I've just been listening to the shit out of it. And that's a song by the Arcade Fire off the new album called Afterlife, which really reminds me of kind of like that Talking Heads early 80s sound with kind of the when they were doing a lot of like the really groovy bass lines and stuff like that. Um, same as it ever was. <laughs> well, 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 same as it ever was. <laughs> but it's a really great track, and it, I've been listening to the shit out of it. Um, it's a pretty good new album, too. Um, and my New Year's resolution, this is a weird one, but I'm 100% serious about this. I think you got it. And that is to get a joke of mine published on a Laffy Taffy wrapper. I think you can do it. I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. 
to happen. Is it po- something possible? Like they, yeah. Every every rapper of Laffy Taffy has two jokes on it, written by people that submitted them, and uh, it's always like you know Brian L from Spokane, Washington, and the jokes are always like, why did Bob throw a clock out the window? He wanted to see fly. time fly. They're oh. all like that, but you got to come up with a new take on it because they've all been done, right? So that's my challenge. You got this, Cole. And I'm gonna go to the website. That, and figure it, that it out. same joke would be in the Playboy joke pages. Why did the ad exec throw his watch out the window? Yeah. They just upgrade him to the people that they think <laughs> read Playboy. I think it's pointed out. So yeah, literally, I'm going to try to work on that this year. I'm seriously going to try to get that done. I don't know why, but I think I it's I don't important. know why not. That's right. Well, thank you guys. Go to Donut Time at Gower and Santa Monica and blow share. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. It's not really Cher. <laughs> he said she was Cher. <laughs> well, thank you guys for all being here. Thank it you. means a lot to us. Uh, if you guys are still listening, <laughs> uh, check out the uh, – uh, yeah, go to our website, popmyculture.com. You can follow us on Twitter. It's at PMC Podcast. I'm at Cole Stride. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. Thank and you. our website is actually Pop My Culture Podcast. Yeah, whatever. You'll figure it out. <laughs> Type it into a search engine. Just don't write in uh, sexy girl. Uh, thank you, guys for listening and good night subscribe to the pop my culture podcast on itunes check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on twitter at pmc podcast thanks for listening